Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming. Hurts sees it. Gets rid of it. It's caught for the touchdown. Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Philly Sports with Giovanni. Today we have on my good pal, Connor, and the new dad. Tyler, <laughs> what's up, man? What's going on? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I just, uh, I just had my first baby. Uh, it's a little baby girl. Her name is Nova, and she was just born two days ago. So, um, I am a, I am a proud dad now. Second, second kid. First was Nelson Aguilar. Back. Uh, <laughs> uh, <that's> <laughs> of course, congratulations to you, my friend. That is great. Like that, awesome to see. It's, it's good. It it's is, good feeling. Good vibes all around Eagles Nation right now. Yes, yes, yes. It has been. Uh, well, we're been, here to bring good vibes. Ride. We're here to bring good vibes. There's not been a lot of good vibes, but we're here to help Gio bring good vibes. Gio, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Actually. Your baby's name ties in with the Eagles. Nova, Nova Complex. Yes, sir. There was no intention there. There was no. My lady was the one who picked the name, so she's she's natural. She's she's natural at heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's gonna be that star player this year for the Eagles? Oh, we're just rocking right into it like that. We're just going, we're going into go, it. Yeah, huh? we're just going right in. I just I wanted to hang out. Let's just let's just chill and hang out, man. Um, are we talking offense? Are we talking defense? What are we thinking? Can we get one of each? It's like well, star player in general. You can do you can do one of each. I don't. Well, I'll do one I mean, of I got I got them off the top of my head. I'll I'll rock with it. You know, okay. since I since I've learned about it, like it's 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 off the top of my head. So I'll just go with them quick. I'm gonna do one each. I'm gonna do offense and defense. So offense, okay. Kenny Gamewell. Uh, he's going to be a surprise player. He's going to be a huge contributor for this team. The receiving running back role is going to be automatically given to him, and that's a huge part and staple of what Frank Reich was doing in Indianapolis. I expect it to be the same in, in Philadelphia, and that's why they targeted him in the fifth round. Uh, that's going to be a guy that contributes, and nobody's really going to expect it because they don't really know him that well. But uh, he's going to be huge. You know, I'm talking like Darren Sproles is back in the building type contributor type guy. So I see him on offense. The defense can be Kevin Wallace. I think Kevin Wallace is going to have a big year this mm-hmm. year because he's going to have such a more – trusted role and much more defined role in the system instead of being thrown in there as the uh the fourth safety behind Marcus Epps. He's gonna have more defined role around line scrimmage. Uh he when I'm had him on the show and I did the the feature for him for Sports Illustrated, he said he taught us an Arnold Wilson and he's already excited because he's gonna be doing stuff that uh he's accustomed to at Clemson. And I, I think that's gonna help him so much in Philadelphia. And uh it's been improved a track record. It happens. You know, the third safety plays a huge role in this Jonathan Gannon type defense. So uh, we're going to see him doing around the line of scrimmage, huge, 
huge increase in playing time. So I think Kayvon Wallace and uh, and Kenny Gabriel will be my picks. A couple things. First, first of all, I want to talk about Kayvon Wallace real quick. Uh, Kayvon has two things going for him. And one of them is he's got to do coaching staff. And when you have a new coaching staff, there's a lot of unknowns. Um, and when you have unknowns, there's things that you can like. And then secondly, I think Kayvon Wallace has versatility. Um, and I think the versatility, like you said, you hit, you said, Eric Wilson, there's going to be versatility when it comes to the linebacker position. And I think they're going to be, I think Kayvon Wallace is going to have to show his versatility on the linebacker position just because there's so much unknown at safety and linebacker and with a new coaching staff and, and Gannon is, is constantly preaching. Um, I'm, I'm just like, I'm using the word versatility like over and over and over again here, but um, I think that's just going to go so well for Kayvon Wallace in this defense. And we're going to see like the base defense for this, for the Eagles this year, like it's not going to be a four, three um, traditionally you you think of like a base defense being a four, three, but I think their, their base defense is going to be like a, a nickel, kind of a hybrid mm -hmm. and and that is where Kayvon Wallace just slides right in so sorry it took so long to get that kind of thought going there but um and then also Rodney McLeod I mean are we sure I know he's he's like really hyped about trying to get there week one but I mean an ACL injury is an ACL injury and um there's going to be a chance I don't know if if he's going to be 100% you know from the get-go so um I think that Wallace will definitely have a chance to have a, um, a, an impact early on. Um, but somebody I think uh, who's going to be a star um, or for the, like, you know, for the Eagles, I just naturally, I just say Jalen Hurts, man. I just say Jalen Hurts just because, <laughs> just because I, I, I think the biggest thing in this off season, uh, the biggest thing for Jalen Hurts was the surrounding. And, and I think the, the offensive line is probably the biggest strength for this Eagles team. And it's, we've seen, we, we think of, of Jalen Hurts as like a boomer bust guy, but to be honest, I think his seal or his floor is pretty dang high. And I think we saw that last year in the four games that he played um, with the run game and just what he, what he opens up with his legs, the floor of this offense, I still think is, is better than what people expect. Um, so if, if the defense can just keep this team in games, I think Jalen Hurts can have a really, really damn good season. And it really just comes down to health. And I think he's going to stay healthy just because of how he's built. So that's my pick on offense. I'm going to. Gia, what's your picks? Um, I was going to, you know what? Miles Sanders and uh, Josh Sweat. Do you think Miles Sanders takes like that leap? Weeks, I've been saying it for weeks. Let's hear some background on that Miles Sanders pick. You think Miles Sanders takes that leap to be in Lashawn McCoy territory, Brian Westbrook territory this year? Um, you know, I I do, just because I think that he didn't get enough chances last year. Um, and I think I think he wants he wants more chances, and he's gonna take the chances that he gets this year. I think Josh Sweat's a popular answer that we all like. But I like Josh Sweat too. It, it really do we really think that he could ever ever be a a full time pass rusher? And that's my biggest question is is whether or not he can take that next step because we know what he can do in a rotational situation. But I want to see. I mean, can he be the guy that's playing 
you know, 80% of snaps or even, I mean, even anything above 65, 70%, can he be that guy? And, and, and it, it's going to be curious because like him and Barnett, you know, whoever does play better, that's probably going to be the guy who, who gets the extension. So it's, right. and that's the, that's the cool thing about this, this team too. I, I was having that, that, that thought to myself is there's a lot of guys who are playing for a contract and that goes a hell of a long way for, I know motivation isn't a thing. It's like, Hey, can you, are you going to be motivated or not? But like guys typically play well in contract years. It's just how it goes. Uh, they'll, they'll fight it out for, you know, whether or not if they have a lingering injury, they'll sometimes guys will fight it out and they'll just stick to play. Um, so, you know, there's Goddard, there's, who am I, uh, John, there's Barnett, there's sweat, there's Goddard, there's the two Malata. left tackles. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, I mean, there's a lot of guys who are, are, are playing for a contract. So, there's going to be a surprise player or two or three. And I think that's what I'm most excited for is the last couple of years you've kind of expected with the veterans. Um, and there's a lot of unknowns and you know, what young guy is going to take that step. I actually, that was one of my first articles for sports illustrators, right? About Josh Sweat and the leap. I think he's going to take actually. So I, I honestly think he takes a leap this year to the point where they invest with him. I, I, I know the limitations on him and the question mark because of his injury. I mean, he's kind of an injury prone labeled player, but uh, I think that's the player that you, what Tyler's talking about would take the huge lead this year because it's a contract year and fit this defense a little bit better too. Cause I, you know, even if they use him standing up, like they might use Ryan Kerrigan and he said in the prime example there, I think Joshua could do so. I know, I think Derek Barnett could do so in, in, in a way, but uh, Josh Rush is such a better pass rusher than Derek Barnett. Uh, and he that is. matters more to me. And I think it matters more to this system than it does in per se Derek, uh, Jim Schwartz's system. So uh, I, th- I, th- I think Josh, what's going to be that guy? I think he's going to make a huge leap this year. I really do believe that. Yeah, I think too. Um, I think Malata is going to try and show people again what he's made of because apparently people on Twitter can't see that he had an amazing season last year. Um, so I think he's going to be – he's really going to be fighting. Yeah, and I'm curious on how how serious that left tackle competition actually is, and and it's and I'm not one to say that because um, I think that a lot of people and when I say you know whenever I'm referring to the fan base, I'm typically talking about Twitter because that's what we're kind of the interactions are. But I think the feel towards Dillard has always been kind of um, because of the unknown. People have given up on him a little bit too prematurely, and I mean he has a lot of talent. And the biggest thing in left tackle is can you pass protect, and Dillard can. Um, so yes, I understand. Can he handle bull rush and can he handle, Hey, sorry. I have a puppy. Um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just, I am curious on that left tackle competition on whether or not, because we saw so much from a lot of last year and what he's capable of. And obviously we don't even know if he's even scratched the surface of his potential. Um, and if not, what a situation to be in, you've got to think that you could at least move Dillard for something somewhat valuable if Malata, you know, locks in that, that spot. So I'm curious. It's a great, a lot of unknowns, man. I'm like, regardless, because you have a backup that has potential in case the the Malata's development doesn't pan out. But uh, that competition to me is as serious as Jalen Hurts's and Joe Flacco's competition is. (laughs) I mean, I mean, you have Wayne Johnson that puts out tweets and Malata's in all of them. 
Like, yeah, it, it, agreed. It's, it's solidified. It is solidified. And that I, it, that I is thought it was funny. Job. It's a lot of job to lose because, I mean, again, everybody's competing for their job and their new coaching staff, but, I mean, come on. I, I, I thought it was funny. Like, plays that way. The, the Eagles had, like, no 11-on-11s, no 7-on-7s, and ESPN had, like, their, like, uh, like highlights from, from training – or uh, from uh, OTAs. And it said that Andre Dillard shined. And I'm like, how did – like, what? how could he have shined? Like, what did he <laughs> – go ahead keep keep promoting I think that, that drive up I, his value i wonder keep i wonder if how he is behind value. that i wonder ahead, how he's yeah. behind it how he's yeah. like you know drive up that value go ahead <laughs> man. i'm all right with that everybody's for sale it's a new coaching staff let's see what we can build over here we need a corner yeah yeah i'm curious yeah um i i have another question which i i think yes to this do you guys think that Steven Nelson is coming to the I don't I mean, know. The Twitter, the Twitter love fest that he has with the Eagles is kind of hard to ignore. I mean, Darius Slay today. And then uh, – And he's uh, not even trying to hide it. He's not even trying to – like, the fact that he's searching, like, nobody's adding him. He's responding to things that people are just – are just, like, talking about the Eagles' cornerback position, and he's responding. So – I mean, clearly the interest is there. Um, and and Kaplan, Adam Kaplan came out and said that they were a couple million away, which, by the way, if I, would, I do have a take on this. If you're, if you're deciding on whether or not you want to go into the season with a rookie, let's say, because who is, let's just say, who's cornerback two right now? If they didn't sign anybody, who is it? Is it Maddox? Oh, so, so we know what that is, right? <laughs> so would you, rather, would you rather save two million and offer Steve Nelson two to three million a year and say, hey, that's our final offer and go into the season with potentially Michael Jacket or Jaquette, sorry. Or let's just call him burnt toast. Or you go in and you offer you offer an extra two to three million, you offer four to five million, and you get Steven Nelson for sure. I just think that the extra two million, like it's with the big need that's there and it's gaping. Teams are just going to just not throw to Darius Slay. They're just going to say, hey, let's just put our best receiver on the left side of the field. And if they're going to follow, fine. We'll just, they're going to find mismatches. If, again, I mean, we see it every year. We saw it the last, seen it the last three years because of injury. If you continue to ignore this issue, it's really hard to not be upset as an Eagles fan, especially if they're getting torched for 450 week three. Like, let's figure it out. You know, I've read about this too because I, I agree with that. You know, if they sign Steven Nelson, so be it. He's he's a good corner, and even you know, it's not bad to have a band aid. You know, and that because that's what he's going to be. He's going to be a band aid. He's not a long term. Are you doing this again? Are you justifying it? And I agree. I understand the stance of like want to be like you're trusting Gannon, right? You're trusting Gannon for like, hey, like he's. Really I gotta see what he can make. I I'm. I mean, that's clearly what they're doing. I gotta see what he can but, do. I gotta give him. But that if task. you are, if you're, if you're entering the season with lack of depth. Then you're no. if what happens they're if not, Michael or, if Darius corner. Slay gets hurt? Yeah, what they're, happens if Darius Slay gets hurt? They're not done at corner. I mean, we can do that for you, every but, position though. But I we're we, they're not done at corner. They're gonna I just corner. yeah, there's they're razor, razor, if razor. If Darren Hurst gets hurt, they're done at, they're done too. This is as much as they're done at corner. But my I I hear you. I, I they're gonna add to the corner position. There's no way they don't. I mean, but Josiah Scott, we can't we have to look at the guys they brought in they, and then they have to bring out John, John the Gann's resume. 
I mean, uh, taking on heralded corners like Pierre Desaire, Kenny Moore, uh, rejuvenating a, a toast, Xavier Rhodes in Indianapolis was insane. And he got credited by Chris Bell. I, I have to, because we need the long-term position of this team. Darius Slay's cap it over the next two years is not something that the Eagles can take on for him being at that age. Uh, they're going to have to work something out. They, they I mean, I identify. got but But that also the thing is, they would have took, uh, we love Devontae Smith. But they would have drafted Patrick Retain or J.C. Horn if they were available. If it fell to the Eagles' way, they would have took. They definitely would have took one of those guys over Devontae Smith at that point. So I don't think they're done at corner, but I do want to see what they can do with guys like Zach. I do want to see what Jonathan can do with these unheralded guys. I think he can develop at least one guy, and if he does, that's good because that's a long-term solution that the Eagles don't have. Even and Stephen Nelson wouldn't be that, but he. But this Eagles team can compete. I think they can win the NFC East. Uh, I think the, that team believes that. Uh, I do. I definitely 100% think that team believes that, or else they don't make some of the moves that they made, like Ryan Kerrigan, per se. So, of course, you should sign a corner like Stephen Ellison. Of course, you should still be on the trade market looking at guys maybe in, in Green Bay, like a Kevin King, if they decide they want to go re-engage those talks with, with uh, for Zach Ertz. Of course, I think you should be on the market for that, because I don't think you have – that's right. You don't have good proven corners on this roster, but uh, I also think that – you know, this isn't Jim Schwartz's scheme anymore. The safeties are going to be playing cover. It's going to be a lot of cover, too. Anthony Harris, and once Rodney McLeod is back and healthy, that's that's good safeties uh, combo for coverage-wise. It's going to help the corner out no matter what. So but I do think you need to add the position still. So if it's Steven Nelson, so be it. But if not, there are some trade options still. There is some guys out there. And, they, you know, Ronald Darby did happen at training camp once. Maybe how he pulls it off again. We'll 100%. 100%. And there, there is still I'm – not, I'm not, you know, jumping off a bridge saying, hey, there's a gaping hole when the season's over. I, I, there's a lot of potential here. And Zach McPherson is a huge wild card. I mean, they, they like the guy, and I'm, I'm very curious on him, his build. I like this tape. I just – again, I mean – they're just Darius Slay is literally the only guy that is proven in the position. And I thought I even said that last year. Like, I mean, I know the season they won four games, but if Darius Slay got hurt last year, they had nothing behind him. And I mean, he he did miss, I think, like two games or something, or or he was in and out of a couple. But um yeah, I, I'm just so tired. I, they finally addressed, you know, the wide receiver position. They they got Devontae Smith. I'm so tired of, of, of them ignoring, you know, the skill positions, the, the, the receivers, and then also just corners. Um, and, and relying on a trade in August just isn't something traditionally that most teams yeah, do. So <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> and that's, 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 uh, but I, I, I will say he has, Roseman has proven that he has found talent. So I'm not sitting here, uh, you know, with no hope. Well, um, we'll welcome Stephen Nelson of Open Arms. 1,000. No, yes, no, 1,000. No to answer the question. The first player that came to my mind was Quez Watkins for some reason, and I can't shake it, and I'm not gonna, I'm just not going to. Um, it's funny, you know, when the Colts drafted this guy named Paris Campbell, they they thought, here's our gadget guy, like here, here's our Curtis Samuel type receiver guy that you can do end arounds and all this stuff with. Uh, but he has a pan out for the Colts. I and Nick Sirianni is probably the guy who wanted to implement that most because he knows the wide receiver position. This is his bread and butter. This is really one of the main reasons why the Eagles hired him because of his history of wide receivers. I think he's going to use a guy like Quez Watkins. I know it's so random because you have Devontae Smith, you have Travis Fulgham, you have Jalen Rager, and you have all these guys that are wide receiver now. And you're like, why would you pick Quez Watkins who might, you know, at this point, we don't know if he's going to make the team. But 
Uh, I think he's going to. I, you know, him and Jalen Hurts did have impact. I, that Arizona game w- was nice, and that that catch he had from against Dallas, uh, where he bailed him out on that, was was a good one too. I I think Quez Watkins is going to get the first touchdown next year. <laughs> he was a play that came to my mind, so I'm going to rock with it. Quez Watkins. It's got to be. It's got to be the Heisman. It's got to be the Heisman. I, hey, you know, shouts to Quez and him giving the Cardinals the deuces last year. But, no, it, it's got to be the Heisman. Devontae is going to have a huge, huge, huge first game. And, you know, Siri, you, you talked about Sirianni. He's going to scheme him up. That's going to be his, his first little, like, new toy. That's the Eagles wide receiver one now. Devontae's going for, like, 200 week one. That's what's going to happen. And it's going to be, like, an 80-yard touchdown First, see, this is this. I'm I'm way too excited. I need football season here. <laughs> I need it, man. I'm missing football season so much. Uh, Gio, that's who my scores pick. the first touchdown. Gio, who scores it? Uh, I think Miles Sanders runs it in. Ooh, that's a good one. Took yeah, the cop out. That's a good pick. one. I do. I do think that's the, a uh, cop out pick. <laughs> Sanders should have a year. Sanders oh, should he's gonna have, have a year. year. Yeah, he's going to – I mean, even with this running back rotation, they're going to be such a balanced offense. But uh, Sanders is going to be the, the biggest benefactor of this coaching staff change. Even I know they talk up Deuce Daly and everybody in Philadelphia wanted to hire him as OC, but uh, – or as has coach, excuse me. But uh, this change is going to affect him very well. It's, it's going to – he's going to go off. Sirianni. What do you mean? Like just overall? I mean, yes, overall. I, obviously, Every- obviously he, I mean, I just think I, it's really hard to evaluate a coach. Obviously this is the, the easy answer. It's hard to evaluate a coach before he coaches a game. Um, but listening to the, the podcast with um, Quentin Michael and Jason Avant and hearing Avant say, like, hey, like when I, I, I didn't really believe, you know, like hearing, hearing Sirianni speak in the, uh, the pressers, I kind of had some, some questions about it. But he said that when he was there for like minicamp, um, he controlled the room and players actually were responding. So that was a big, that was big for me because Avant has, I don't know if anybody listens to that podcast, um, but it's, it's Inside the Birds. Um, they deserve a plug on here. Um, it's an amazing podcast. And Avant is very br- like brutally honest. And he gives a very good like player's perspective. Um, so him saying that about how players were responding and that he went into it with doubts um, was big for me. Um, but the biggest thing with Sirianni is, is, is he actually going to be able to carry over what Frank Reich was doing in Indy? And, and everybody thinks, you know, they just immediately think it's, it's going to work here. And I, like I said, with Jalen Hurts in the surroundings, I think this offense is a very underrated unit just as a whole. And it's because of the offensive line. It's such a good unit, and they have depth. I mean, they have eight to nine linemen that can start in various teams across the league. And that sets up the run game, which – and then they just drafted a receiver. Like, I'm not going to say it's like going to be a top-five offense, but there is a chance that they could surprise some people. And that all is going to dictate on Sirianni and, and whether or not he can make all this work. Um, and – it, again, I, I, I've been using the word curious. I'm very curious to see if it all works out. And um, 
I mean, we, we, we should be able to see it. I mean, uh, if we shouldn't in 2022 say Sirianni didn't have a chance to show whether or not he was good or not. Like we should have a pretty definitive answer, which is nice. You know, we, we're not going to be left in the dark of, oh, you know, there wasn't enough talent. He needs a quarterback or he needs this. This is a pretty good offensive repertoire to where we can actually – and we can – same thing for Jalen Hurts. We can evaluate the most two important positions probably in football, the head coach position and quarterback position. Um, and so the spotlight is on number one, Jalen Hurts, and number two, Nick Sirianni next year. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think leads the Eagles in sacks? Ooh. Oh, I, I think it's going to be Josh I'm going to go Derek Barnett. I'm going Derek Barnett. Oh, man, this is going to be a good bet. This is for me to be a good bet. I think it's gonna be Joshua. And and here's the thing. And I said earlier, I think Joshua is the better pure pass rusher. Vernon Graham being doubted once again. Right. Yeah, but like it's just like he's just never he's never gonna be over ten. Um, which which I mean, the way this do you think does and I don't know this. Do you think Gannon will rotate the D line as much as Schwartz? I think it would be in his best interest too. But I, you know, I always thought that this defensive line, no matter who they had as defensive coordinator, would be successful. And that was some people's reasoning for like wanting to keep Jim Schwartz around. And I was like, that's too much talent. It's too much talent there for them not to be successful. So I mean, I, he's going to do. I think it's going to be around the same thing. Yes, I do believe that. Yes, I don't. He's value getting pressures and getting after the quarterback more than he does the run. Whereas Jim Schwartz wanted his defense My, to do both. My one worry about this this D line is 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 not that the, the deep it's it's deep they don't I it, it there's going to be a lot of pressure on the rookie D tackles because those are the run stuffers well except uh, Milton um, but uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name um, from USC um, but he's going to be the the sorry what was it I was like Marlon Tayaputi or something like yes that. yeah I can't pronounce it um, but he he's like the run stuffer and, but Fletcher Cox typically needs somebody there and like Hargrave and him are both kind of like downhill attackers. And so my one thing is like, if they're, if they're not stopping the run, then this defense is going to be terrible. Yeah. Uh, and, I, yeah I agree with that. I do agree with that. And so the, I, I don't know if that means Fletcher Cox is going to have to be more of more, more involved in the run game and less priority in Pass rushing, I don't know. Um, Javon Hargrave is just going to have to be the nose tackle he was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's really what it's going to have to be. That's that. That's either he's going to have to be the player he was in Pittsburgh. I know everybody was like, "Well, he signed to be this attacking guy," but I mean, uh, they're going to need to be the player he was in Pittsburgh. And I mean, the Colts did have interest in him when he was a free agent too, before they landed on DeForest Buckner. So, uh, I, I I think that the player that steps up this year is Javon Hargrave, but. I agree with Tyler. And he though. came I mean, along. It, if he, he if came along. Think against the run with this unheralded linebacker group, it's not good. Yeah, it, it could really it could end the defense. It could. So that is something to be focused on early on. That's a good point. And and another thing too, because their base is nickel, they could be they could they could be in a lot of just bad positions because if their base is nickel, I mean that's obviously not a, a very good uh, base for against run. So. Um, because you have that that extra DB on the field, so a lot of pressure on the D line, and I know that I have high expectations. Um, but again, 
and that and maybe maybe that outside linebacker is going to uh, because typically if you have that rover you know that Kerrigan position those fronts are a lot better against the run so I'm again just curious to see how it all works out because Gannon has a lot of high expectations even though I think he has a little less on the defensive side than Sirianni does on the offensive side um, so it's going to be a little bit harder to evaluate Gannon, in my opinion, because everybody's saying, you know, he's going to be the next head coach or he's going to be, I mean, we'll see. This all has to pan out. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think Josh Sweat with 11. 11 sacks. <laughs> 11 sacks. Dude, he's going off with these predictions lately. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I'm all for it, man. I'm I'm all for yeah, that. The, the only thing with Sweat is, I mean, he really has to lock down and show that he can play full time. And again, with the contract year, mm-hmm. I think that's why I think Derek Barnett leaves this this team in in sacks. Is he show- gets eight and a half? And I think that that you think eight and a half leads a team? Yeah, I do because I think a lot of guys are getting involved, like Barnett, like Kerrigan, like Graham, like Cox, like Hargrave, like Bill Williams. Like I want to see Williams too, and I, I I'm I'm curious to see if he can play actual the end with his size. Everybody's projecting him to be able to play in and out. Um, I'm curious to see if he'll he'll be able to actually put it together um, on the outside in the NFL. This front um, seven can generate fifty sacks for sure. So the, the sacks will, I mean, the sacks will get there for this defense. I just don't think it's going to be a, an individual huge performance from somebody. And if Joshua puts up eight sacks, I mean, that's huge for him. That's huge for the Eagles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, thank you guys for coming on. I've had a lot of fun with you guys tonight. Of course, my war zone compadre pal. <laughs> it, um, shopping life, in Rebirth Island together, you know, sticking it out. You know, Gio, life, you got to plug it in your Twitch channel. You know, you, you're really blown up on there, but I haven't heard you ever shout it out on the pod yet. Yeah, Funny um, Rico Four on Twitch uh, just got affiliated. Got some fresh emotes. Uh, I worked hard for that. Me and Connor, Connor show. Uh, but by the way, let's just let's just talk about this real quick. Like when. When you like playing Xbox with Geo is just so deflating, just because like you like join the party with him, and like so Geo will like yeah. casually. Geo's like the first person I've ever met where he'll just casually dunk on you and he doesn't realize it. And so, so like, so like you join his party in Xbox and and he's like, oh, like that's a cool logo you have. So like naturally you like go to look at what his logo is, and he's got his own emote, like just from just from Twitch. And like it's, just, it's like it's just a face of him. He's got his own cartoon. You're just like, man, I was really hyped about my own my own Xbox avatar, but you kind of just you just dunked on me with your emote. That's so. Jill will dunk on me in Warzone. Yeah, he calls he calls people out. He's like, yo, if you don't contribute to the team, you're gonna hear from coach. <laughs> he'll be, he'll hold you to higher standards, man. He'll let you know. Like, I just remember our, one of our. Social media manager Max, like he'll get zero kills, and then Gio will call him out right after, like, "Yo, Max, are you, is that a glitch or something? What's up, <laughs> yeah. man?" No, I'm defending him with that because Dakota will be like, "Oh, Max," and I'll be like, "He just got the glitch. It's okay." <laughs> Max is. I haven't played to Dakota. I've heard he's nuts, but Max is cracked as well. Um, 
life has been absolutely wild though. I want to, uh, I, I will be more involved with these, these podcasts with a baby and work has changed and I've moved and I've moved to a place with no internet connection, but I think I have it figured out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this hasn't lagged on my end. I just, um, to start this podcast, I had my neighbors come over. They made us a, like a little like post baby dinner and I completely forgot. So I had to, I was struggling there for the first question. I apologize, but um, yeah, I want to make this a more regular thing. Um, and I will, I will, uh, I will be more in, involved on this. So I appreciate you bringing me on, bud. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but before we go, Connor, show them what we're going to be playing on screen. Oh, uh, so I know Geo shout out his Twitch channel, but you can also follow me and subscribe to the channel. Cause I'm also a Twitch affiliate at Eagles unfiltered. <laughs> and we are going to be bringing back the NCAA Uh-oh. 14. Let's rock. We're going to be bringing this to the stream. Geo's is on his copies on the way. We're going to be streaming that. You can catch us on Road to Glory when we play against each other. Geo's also going to take over Penn State and uh, do a better job than James Franklin, apparently. So you can definitely tune into that on his Twitch stream and mine as well. I will tune in and I will be chatting. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you for having me on, man. Thank you. Go birds. Appreciate you, Gio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.